Welcome to Refreshing Word, a life-changing experience with Bishop David Yali of Catch the Anointing Center, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Bishop Yali is a medical doctor by profession and the resident bishop of the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, La Accra, Ghana. He has an insight into the Word of God and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now for a life-changing and refreshing experience with Refreshing Word. I want to talk about the revelation of Jesus this morning. You know, Jesus is the central theme of the Holy Spirit. I think Revelation 19 verse 10 says that the testimony of, of Christ is the spirit of prophecy or prophecy the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. So any prophecy of the Holy Spirit is to, to testify about Jesus. Or everything the Holy Ghost will do, Jesus will be to testify about the Lord Jesus. Now, Jesus is not just a topic. Jesus is a revelation. That's why you see the great apostle Paul who didn't know Jesus. He too was expecting Jesus to come in a certain way different from the Lord Jesus. The Lord came for the church until he had a revelation of Jesus. In Acts chapter 9, when the Lord appeared to him and Jesus, he asked him, who are you, Lord? He had already surrendered his life to him even before he knew him. And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you persecute. And from that day, his life changed. Sometimes we get angry when we witness to people or people argue about us, about Jesus. You see, we don't have to worry about skeptics. Why? Because he is a revelation. The precious, the Holy Spirit has not revealed Jesus to them. That's why they will, they will argue with you. So rather pray for them. The Father lets the Holy Spirit of God bring revelations to them. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So in um, So, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 19, 
it say it is written i will destroy the wisdom of the wise this is god speaking and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent so wise professors doctors lawyers he said i'll make foolish their wisdom and those who are prudent or those who are can even can see the future he said i'll bring the understanding to nothing and the lord asks where is the wise where is the dispute of the world or the orators had not god made foolish the wisdom of the world so you see that you find a lot of wise people people who know book in high places who don't know god because they want to find god by the knowledge that they know but the lord has so designed that you cannot even find him by going to space amen for after that in the wisdom of God 21 the world by wisdom knew not God but it pleased God that by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe so God has used preaching about Jesus to save uh, people and not by theories amen and that is why Paul writing to the Ephesians church in Ephesians 117 he said that, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the father of glory will give unto you the Holy Spirit the, or the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him so until the Holy Spirit comes with a revelation in the knowledge of him you will never know him are you understand what I'm saying so it is important that we um We, we, we have a revelation of him and get to know him who he is because without knowing him we cannot appreciate or even enjoy certain things of the Lord there's a difference about knowing about God and a difference that, uh, sorry uh, uh, that there's also a difference in the knowledge of God. Now, why does he want us to give us a revelation of his son? Number one, that you will be saved. That you will be saved. Now, to be saved 
or salvation is God's emergency rescue plan for mankind. So when the Holy Spirit left Adam and Eve after they fell and they died, God wanted the Holy Spirit to come back. So immediately in Genesis chapter 21, uh, uh, 121, the Lord killed an animal and the Bible said he clothed them with the skin of the animal. Now what was he prophetically trying to tell us? What was trying to tell us is that my presence will come to you again but it will only come to you through blood shedding or atonement. Atonement is at one meant at one meant you know i'll be one with you again but to be at one with you again blood had been shed i believe that god actually that was the time god first killed his son i believe that that, that animal might have been a lamb of god amen and after torment he put on them the skin of the animal. So if the animal was a type of Christ, then he's saying that to be saved, you have to, your sin has to be atoned for. And when it's atoned for, okay, you put on Christ. So salvation is not just that, oh, I come to church, I believe that. Then you have to put on Christ. In Galatians chapter 5, chapter, chapter 4, verse 25. Sorry, 325. 325. 325. Okay, give me 26. For ye are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus who died for us. Verse 27. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. We put on. So if you're a child of God, you wear Christ. So the first, so, so until you see Jesus is revealed to you, you can't be saved. You can hear about Jesus, but if the revelation does not come to you, you not even know that you are a sinner to be saved. That's why people have heard about Jesus, but they don't know that he is God who became flesh to die for us and have not received him. So until the revelation comes, and the reason why the revelation, uh, 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 how do you call it, uh, only the revelation can change us is that the Bible says that Satan, the devil, 1 Corinthians 4, 4, uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 4, he's the God of the world, of, of this world, and he blinds, he brings darkness over hearts and minds of people, lest they believe the light of the glorious gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you understand what I'm saying? So you are sitting here, you are saved because a light 
which fell on the mystery of God, which is God becoming a man to die for. It's, it's a whole mystery that God once walked the earth. So when that light falls upon you, you see the A. Hey, this is my rescue door. I'm a sinner. Lord Jesus, forgive me. And suddenly Jesus comes into your life and you are saved. So the first reason why God, God wants to reveal his son to us is that we might be saved. Now, number two. God wants to reveal his son to us so that we can see the future. How many people would like to know the future? The future is one thing that is difficult to see. You see, we can read the, the weather. The weatherman can tell you about the weather. But you can predict your life. That tomorrow will be that. Tomorrow will be that. Can predict. You can make plans. You can prepare for tomorrow, but it may never be so. In Revelation chapter one, verse one, it says the revelation of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Which revelation of Jesus, which God gave him. You see, the revelation God gave the revelation of Jesus to Jesus. To show unto his servants the things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John. So the revelation of Jesus eh, to show unto his servants things that must shortly come to pass. So if God wants to show you things that must shortly come to pass. He gives you a revelation of Jesus Christ. Jesus is like the lens of the Father for man. That man can look through Jesus and see what the Holy Ghost or the Heavenly Father will do tomorrow. That is the only way that we can, we can, we can see the future. There's no other way. Even the diviners and people who use familiar spirits who can tell you things and they cannot tell you certain things. They're very limited. Satan is very limited. Only God can tell you. Now, the greatest event or the greatest thing that must come to pass in your life is eternity. It's eternity. There is no religion, there is no, there's nothing that can make eternity so sure. Some say that when you die and you are coming back, if you, if, if you are evil, you, come, you can come back like a fish or a monkey because you are very good. You are very bad. But it's not true. Jesus is the only lens that makes a man to have a glimpse of heaven. You have not known heaven, 
But when you receive Jesus, I mean, it becomes, heaven becomes so clear. That if you should die today, you know where you are going. His only lens that the Holy Spirit will use to show you about eternity. Even things about your personal life, that's the lens. And the Holy Spirit will never use any other lens than Jesus for you to see some things. So glimpses into eternity into life it's all about Jesus. That is why your revelation of Jesus must be very important because you see that glimpses even gives you hope. Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? Number three. Revelation of Jesus makes you to experience the Heavenly Father's love. The Heavenly Father's love. I think Father God is very loving. And his love is expressed by the sweet Holy Spirit. Unfortunately, we don't know the Father's love. If human beings were to know the Father's love, all human beings would rush, would rush to God. Jesus Christ knew the Heavenly Father's love. His boldness and his confidence in love was because he knew the Father loves him. You see, people who are loved at home usually are confident people. Yes, because it gives it, it gives a certain assurance. Do you get what I'm saying? And it makes us even loving. Jesus said in John 15, verse 9, I think, He said, As the Father has loved me, even so have I also loved you. Continue in my love. So it's like because the Father loved me, that's why. I'm also, I also was able to love you. If the Father had not loved me, I would not have been able to love you. So, if you don't know love, you cannot give true love. And let me tell you, true love is not sex. Because when there are issues or whatever, you realize it is not, it's not that. Now that, that's where real love has to be seen. Whether you really love. And if you have not received love, you cannot give love. And 
And Jesus said, I'm giving you love. So continue in my love as the Father loved me. But when the Father said that, I love you. John 3, 16 says that, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So, 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 giving, giving of Jesus Christ, giving of Jesus Christ, or presenting Jesus to you was the love. You say, I love you. How do you know I love you? This is my love, Jesus. So how do you know God loves me? Jesus. Give me Jesus. So what proof do you want God to show to you that he loves you? You want him to show his face? He won't show it. When the enemy is coming, the devil is coming to tell you, you know, look at the problems. This is you. God doesn't love you. What proof do you, do you have? Jesus. That is why the revelation of Jesus is very important. So while Jesus, you, God gives you the revelation of his son, you'll experience his love. You can be in church, but you don't know Jesus very well. You can be in church, talk about Jesus, but he has not been, you don't have a revelation of him. You don't have an encounter with him. That revelation, and, and say, oh, I want to teach Jesus. You may not see him, but you can encounter him even in the scriptures. That revelation of the person of Jesus Christ it's, will, 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 will bring you to God's love. And that love is very important because the Bible said there is no fear in love. You see, that's why he, that's why he gives you boldness because there's no fear in love and that perfect love it casts away fear so when you experience God's love it doesn't matter what, what men may do to you are you understand me you know that you have a lover and a backer that's what God the Holy Spirit wants to reveal Jesus to us so that all our unlovabilities will be healed in Jesus name no matter what has, has been done to you who has done what to you or, or how badly were treated when this revelation comes you feel that God loves you and God's love is far bigger than any other love. So if God wants to say he loves you, he gives you a revelation. You know, in Daniel, when the angel Gabriel came to Daniel, he told Daniel, that beloved of God, that God loves you. How does God love me? Do you know what he told him? Eh? He started talking to him about Jesus. How Jesus will come and uh, finish the work and cut the work short in righteousness. He said, just in one day, he will end transgression. So, God loves Daniel. How did he say he loves him? He showed him that he loved him by telling him about what Jesus will do. Oh, yes. 
So let's be interested. I say it will heal our hurts. It will heal our wounds. It will heal our pain when we have a proper revelation of the Son of God and who he is. So number one, he, he reveals him just to save you. And number two, he reveals you so that he becomes the lens through which you can see the future, especially eternity. And number three, he reveals him so he can experience the heavenly father's love. God so loved the world. Number four, he brings the revelation of Jesus so that you, get the, you have the knowledge of God. If you know about when we were in um, secondary school, some people did Bible knowledge, BK. Even the BK master was a drunkard. One of my things that I see is that you see, even you can be working for God, but you don't know God. You can be working for God and doing all the evils, you don't know God. But when, when you come to know God, like Job said, I abhor myself. You see that you are dirty. Now, in Galatians 1.15, Paul said, But when he pleased God, who separated me from mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him, he revealed his son in me that I might preach him. He revealed his son in me. He gave me a revelation of Jesus. So I can preach it. So you can't preach Jesus because you don't have a revelation of him. You know about him, but you don't know him. He didn't reveal his son to Paul, but he revealed it in him. I can show you a picture like, like that. I understand me. But when I reveal the picture in you, it now becomes your picture. I don't know what I, what I get it. It now becomes a picture that you have that you can explain to people. But if I show you this picture, you can say, oh, uh, it's colored, the, the, the back is this, blah, blah, blah. But you don't know the concept by which the one who, who, uh, who uh, they call it, uh, drew it. What, what, is he, what is he thinking? So some of us who are sitting in church, we are not preaching Christ. We are not evangelizing because we know about God. But he gives you so that you know, you will know him. And knowing him is what changes. That's why people are missionaries. It's when you say what you're going on. You know, you know it's crazy. He has a revelation. But see, you are not a missionary because your knowledge of him about him, about him is but if you come and get some little knowledge look, you can easily pack your bag. Oh yes. You can easily pack your bag. I'm going to Thailand. 
Are you mad? I'm not mad. So that's why he brings the revelation of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So Paul said, to, he, re, he revealed his son in me that I might preach him. Why are you not a preacher? Why is Jesus not in your conversations? Why in your daily discussions there is no there's no Jesus? And you like talking about Jesus too much. Who should we talk about? When someone said to me, all your preachings is like there's always Jesus. Jesus. I said, ah. I should be talking about Angel Michael. Oh, I don't talk about I spoke have you talked about Jesus? I used to talk Jesus. Even God the Father cried when Moses and Elijah came to Jesus on the Mount of Transgression in Matthew 17. And Peter was trying to build three times. The father immediately came and said, Hey, you are wrong. He, he, was in, he saw Moses, Elijah, and Jesus. So, why don't we break, build three ministries, three churches? Moses' ministry, Elijah's ministry, and Jesus' ministry. The father said, Hey, he, he came and said, No, 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 no. There is an error. A man of God is not equal to Jesus. Moses is a man of God. Uh, Elijah is a man of God, but Jesus is God. So he said, hear him, hear him, hear him, hear him, hear him. Hear him. Don't hear Moses. Don't hear Elijah. Hear Jesus. Or better, it's like, when you read Moses, hear Jesus. Yes, if you are reading Genesis and all that, even if you are reading it like that, hear Jesus. When you, are, when you are hearing a man of God, hear Jesus. Yes. That is what will change you. If you don't hear the voice of Jesus in the man of God, and you just hear the man of God's raw voice, you only when they ask, you only talk at the, the story the man of God said. But there is no revelation that you also caught in the preaching. Because there are revelations in preaching. There are wisdoms in preaching. So those of us who don't preach Christ, don't talk Christ, among your companions, when you meet your friends, talk about tramadol, talk about girls, talk about whatever it's like, there's nothing so important that you talk about. All you talk about girls, boys, foolish discussions, uh, useless socializations, things that doesn't profit, that doesn't identify. 
You can't even talk about Jesus. Eh, you are extreme. You are, you are, you are backslidden. There's nothing like extreme Christianity. Yes. That's not like extreme Christianity. I'm sure if we were with Jesus, you would, would have done what, more than what Peter did. You would say, Jesus, you are too extreme. How can you go on the cross? We will not allow you. You even catch him and go and hide. He said, no, you can't go to the cross. And he would have told him, you are Satan. Because a man who is going to the cross to come and die, he should be called extreme. But that is Christianity. Yes, that's the normal Christianity. Number five. The revelation of Jesus is to enlighten the eyes of your understanding. Hmm? To know the hope of his calling. Ephesians 1.17 That the God, the Father, the God, the Father of our Lord, Jesus Christ, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation and the knowledge of him that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened and that you know the hope of his calling. So, he is not only interested even to know him, but he also wants the eyes of your understanding to be enlightened so that you know the hope of his calling. Knowing him is the enlightenment of your understanding. You see, you can, you don't need, you don't need uh, spirituality to understand mathematics. Mathematics, you need just physical understanding. This is what it is, blah, blah, so this is it. Or economics, or this. But there's also the spirit of understanding, which is which is which is which is an anointing. A spirit of, of understanding where the Holy Spirit, okay, in revealing Jesus to you, also gives you an understanding. Now that understanding, okay, is is called the eyes of your understanding or in that, in that your understanding has eyes or the eyes of your heart so that eyes when the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus to you he also opens the eyes of your understanding to see what naturally you will see it's not natural So, for instance, not everything is obvious unless the Holy Spirit of God gives you under, spirit of understanding, you will not even see the obvious. But he wants you to see the hope of his calling. Why has he saved you? Why has he called you to be a Christian, to be a pastor? 
Christ called you. Until he reveals his son in you, which makes him to, to what? Bring light, light to the eyes of understanding. You never know the hope of the calling. You see, hope has to do with the future. He has called us, but what's the future? And what comes to the future? But you see, somebody's eyes is so much illuminated that he sees the future. And because he sees the future, there is a driving fear zeal. He is running and doing things because of what the future holds. That the future is good. I don't know what I, you understand what I'm saying. If you are doing something and you don't know the end, you can easily stop. But if you know the end and you meet difficulty, you know that the end is good. So you still press on in the difficulty. Because the Satan throws things just to confuse us. But when the eyes of your understanding is enlightened, you see through the dark, you see the end that in all this, that's what Michael say, let not my enemies rejoice over me. For when I fall, I shall rise. Because he can see his future. When I sit in darkness, his light will shine. This is not my end. So God, yes, oh yes, God reveals his son so that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened to see a hope. There is a hope. There is a hope. But and, and, and only revelation of Christ does that. Look, if God has not given it, there's, look, sometimes there's no hope. Is there hope for our country? He said, There's no for our country. I said, Well, me, when I look at the scriptures, there's hope. If I look through the lens of Jesus Christ, there's hope. Because when I was a small boy, till now, things have degenerated. Even society had degenerated. That's how God wants us to know His Son. The Holy Ghost wants us to know the Son so that something about your understanding will be enlightened so you can see what others can see. Number one. Charlie, if you don't know Jesus, no be you. Verse 6. He wants to reveal his son because the revelation of Jesus Christ eh, opens your eyes to see the riches of his of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. 
it opens your eyes. So, the same verse. And what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? By knowing him, you also know the riches of the, the glory. You see, the word glory is beauty. It also means opinion. The riches of his opinion. Eh? The, op- the opinion of his, of his inheritance. In the sense. Now when you see inheritance, you see fathers and children. So I think that this particular scripture because inheritances come from fathers. He opens the eyes of understanding so that you can see fathers. And when you see a father figure, you say my inheritance is in this father figure. I don't know whether you get what I'm saying. Because the inheritance is in the saints. But once you see inheritance, then maybe the saint that is carrying your inheritance, who is it to you? Is he your colleague? I don't know. So it's like I've put a treasure at the lorry station and it's there. And nobody knows. The throttle drivers will come and park and go and everything. And I tell someone, look, I've put a treasure of 15 billion worth of gold there. Just at the lorry station. Suddenly, the person who knows it becomes an interesting one. In fact, you just go to when find money, go to the municipal and say, look, I've bought a lorry pack. Ah, what I want to do in front of a lorry pack? There's a church here, so I bought it. You realize they are doing galam mining in front of the church. And if we don't even follow, so look, it looks like the gold price it extends under the building. So want to buy the building, your church building, and go and buy, go and buy you a plot inside La. We are going to buy houses and build a church building for you. But this land we want it. You see, when your eyes are open to a treasure, the value. Of the, of the thing that contains the treasure increases. And that the increase of the val, that val, value is called Anna. Anna. You see, when you value something, you are it. Anna. Anna, your father. You mean the value of father. Place your father in a certain rank. Anna, your mother. Anna. Anna. So, this particular verse, I believe that anybody who has, who has a revelation of Jesus will honor his father. 
because he has a revelation of who his father is that this man he, he carries my inheritance there is an anointing in him so I honor him so that I can get the inheritance that can flow through me I'm talking about revelation so God wants you to know his son so that you also know who your pastor is to you yes look there is no way if you say you know Jesus you know love your pastor if you don't know if you don't love your pastor put a question mark on your knowledge of Jesus Christ if you are always criticizing your pastor and finding fault and then he's a person he's a man Everybody can make mistakes. But if you're always criticizing, finding fault, listening to this and all that and all that, blah, 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 blah. Look, the next thing is that put a question mark on that. Do I know Jesus? Because anybody who has a revelation of Jesus will not do that. You don't do that. Rather, you say that I have shares in my pastor. I have what? Shares. Hey, I have shares. So, look, don't die now. Be well. Father, in the name of Jesus, let my, my spiritual father be well. Let him eat well. Give him strength because I have shares in him. So sometimes we sit in the church and we miss out on our inheritance because we don't have a revelation of Jesus. So nothing great anointings pass. I mean, look at Gehazi. He didn't need uh, Naaman's money. I mean, you are with this great a man who can raise the dead and shut this, this from listen uh, the, the rain from raining. You don't need that. I learned something. So, the revelation of Jesus Christ. List the revelation of your man of God and makes you to see your man of God in his proper rank and then the inheritance just flows. It's like your father. If you relate your father very well, his inheritance also come to you. Are you learning something? Hmm? That's what Jesus, the Lord will say that anybody who receives me, receives you, has received me. Now, now if you can see your pastor and receive your pastor well, it's because you have seen Jesus. 
That's why you are receiving him well. You are, you are receiving Jesus. Number what? Number seven. Verse 19. The Holy Spirit who is revealing Jesus, by the time you finish revealing Jesus to you, he has also revealed himself. So the revelation of Jesus is also the revelation of the Holy Spirit. I don't know. I will not say that. I mean, his intention is to reveal Jesus and to testify. But by the time that you know Jesus, you know the Holy Spirit. So as he talks about that, then he said, that when your eyes of an understanding enlightened, the other thing you know is the exceeding greatness of his power, which he wrought when he raised Jesus from the dead, according to the working of, of his mighty power. So, you know the power that raised Jesus from the dead. Who is the power? Romans 8, 11. He said, if the spirit of him that raised Jesus dwells in you, he that raised Jesus shall what? More, uh, quicken your mortal bodies. So, the one that raised Jesus is that great, heavenly, exceeding power which when you, the eyes of your understanding is enlightened, you also know. You see, it's very, it's, it's very, it's like, I'm here, I'm introducing Bishop to Jehovah and to, you know, Bishop has done this, blah, blah, blah. Like one, one man, I thought Bishop Dagenet, but I tend that I finish. You also know me. You have a certain relationship with me. So the Holy Ghost in revealing Jesus, by the time that he is, he is done, or, or whatever, you know the Holy Spirit. And that's, that's why it's a mystery. When you give your life to Christ, you, you just know Jesus. Are you understand me? That Jesus is real. Then the Holy Spirit comes with further baptism. Then it's like, ah, you not only know Jesus, but also know the Holy Spirit. So if you don't try to know Jesus, you will not know the Holy Spirit. But yes. If you're not interested in Jesus, you, you will not know the Holy Spirit. Lady, do you understand what I'm saying? How many people want to know Jesus? This is our convention. Number eight. The revelation of Jesus opening you opens you up to be blessed and want a blessing that's why the devil doesn't want you to know Jesus Matthew 16 
verse 17. You know, Jesus had asked them who he was. Some said he's John the Baptist. Some say he's this. And just, Jesus asked the class of 12 people. Okay, even who are close to me, those who are far said that I'm John, I am Jeremiah. How about those who are very close? And Peter said, you are the Christ. The son of the living God. And Jesus said, blessed are thou, Simon by Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father which is heaven, which he did by the Holy Spirit. See, that revelation that I, Jesus, oh my God, I am the Christ. I am the Christ. Okay? It is not through fixes or nursing, but it is the, it is the Holy Spirit. The Father has revealed this to you. And because of this revelation, you are blessed. You're what? Blessed. The word is makarios. Yes. Makarios means blessed. You are blessed. I mean, would you not like to know Jesus and be blessed? Because you see, God's blessing, He doesn't give you dollars. Just by revelation of Jesus Christ, your life can be blessed. Blessed life. That's why when you, go, you, you get to know Him, you realize that some dry leaves starts falling. Things start drying. And that's the blessing. Acts, Acts 3, 26. And unto you first, God has raised up his son eh, to bless you. To bless you in turning away from your iniquity. You see, even to change, to change is a blessing. Let me tell you, if you don't have religion, this as a you won't change. They can tell you 21 reasons why cigarette is no good, but you won't change. But when you come to know Jesus yourself, you do what? You change. You are struggling to change. Know Jesus yourself. Today, God's light, the light of His presence, is entering your heart and your mind. Why? He wants to change you. I've struggled, I've struggled to, to stop this drug thing. When you get to know Jesus, you change. Blessing comes to life. Your life changes. That's a blessing. And I say, blessing, don't know. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ, I don't have dollars. No, they do understand blessings. You can live a blessed and a quality life, not having dollars. Amen. Who wants to be blessed? There's a program on TV. Who wants to be rich? But it says, who wants to be blessed? There's no Jesus. 
Jesus is about to reveal himself to some people through the scriptures. media guys come forward the media guys come quickly quick 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 Satan I curse you Jesus name Holy Ghost all those in the media Father, the light, that light, that bright light that was coming from where the camera is, that light, what the light is. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Let the light, Son of David, let that light fall upon these people. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit when you emit light it is Christ we see Holy Spirit when you emit light you reveal Jesus give me the oil as the oil was in the lamp in the holy place emitting light the light of the Holy Spirit is Christ. By this oil, Lord Jesus. Revelation of Jesus. Light of Jesus. Let their hearts be illuminated. Every darkness gives way. Every darkness gives way. Light. Light. The light comes back. Jesus. Receive the light of God. Receive light. Receive the light. In Jesus' name. Oh, Jesus. Receive the light. In the name of Jesus. Lord, light. Let the light. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, he said, only those who carry the light of your presence they will stand the darkness. Let the light of your presence hit us. Let the light Spirit of the living God your light is your sun. When you moved over the darkness of the earth it was day and the day is Jesus. Day receive day heaven's day shine let it be daylight in you from today in the name of Jesus the name of Jesus go back to your seat 
Holy Spirit reveals himself and he brings blessings. It's a blessed Adao, Simon Bajona. Flesh and blood has not shown this. You want to be blessed in this life? No, Jesus. No, who is. God blessed Abraham. He didn't give him dollars. But as, as the man said, the moon around in life, the blessing was fighting for him. Even when Pharaoh took his wife, the blessing was fighting. The man lied, but the blessing was fighting. Yes. Be careful with people who are blessed. Yes, be careful with them. Hallelujah. Number nine. Where are the ashes? Come forward. Even if we don't come for when is the service? I lie, I no lie. Are you only four? Huh? Outside doing what? Only one outside the car park. But that, that's only one. I'm surprised it's, it's some. Father, let that light that appeared at the car park for the dead ashes also. From today, more seriousness. A revelation makes you run and more commitments. Holy Spirit. I love you, Holy Spirit. No, 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 no. Precious Holy Spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, revelation ashes of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Revelation that is changing them. Be changed. Transformation by the light. Devil, you are a liar. Satan, I bind in Jesus' name. Fresh revelation of Jesus and the light. And the light. Thank you, Jesus. Do what you said. Number nine. Maybe I'll end on this one. Blessed are thou, Matthew 6017. Simon 
by Jonah. You see, eighteen. Oh Father Heaven, I say unto thee, thou art Peter. Peter means a stone. You know, Peter was very unstable. He said everything. You see, it's not everything we say. It's not everything we say. But after the revelation, Jesus said, knowing me makes you strong like a stone. The wind may pass, the floods may come, but you still be standing. Until God, the Holy Spirit, gives you the revelation of Jesus Christ, you will never be peterized. It's a word, peterized. Revelation of Jesus bring, gives you what? Epitarization. You become strong. You become strong. Christianity is our strength. Ephesians 3 16 said that he will grant that according to the riches of his glory that you be strengthened in the inner man by his spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, He strengthens you. Because there are fights in this life. He strengthens that Christ will dwell in your heart by faith. It's like to be a strong person, you must have faith. Yes. Christianity's strength is not your mouth. Or your master is faith in Jesus. Faith, you, it's like you believe, you you believe, you act on your beliefs. You believe the Bible. You believe, you believe, you believe, you believe. So you can even see Peter, even when he he denied Jesus. When the third one, he wept. He said, ah, what have I done? I believe in this man. I believe him. I believe him. I believe. I believe. And he came back. <laughs> That's strength. Look, if you're not strong, things will flow you. Oh, yes. Some news will flow you. Some social media will flow you. Some of this gossip will flow you. Yes. Some boy will flow you. Some girl will flow you. I mean, you'll be flawed. If you've already not been flawed, but Christianity 
it's not religion. It's not religion that when somebody said, then you put cutlass. No, no, no. Even some that the strength is said, when, when somebody even criticizes your church and thing, you don't fight. I'm going to slap the person. We don't go if you already we're going to defend the Christian faith. They, they, no, that's not how to defend it. Because you say to be strengthened, that Christ would do in my head. And I said to be rooted in love. So it's like love and strength. Sometimes you have to use love. Oh yes. You have to use love. The person beats your nose. The natural reaction is to react. That is love. That's bitterization. that God's revelation of his dear son will make you a strong Christian. A Christian who has the strength of Christ, character of Christ Jesus. Because a lot, look, a lot of our tests, eh, a lot of the temptation of a Christian is not even have to do it sometimes even God himself but if you do it our relationships then we sin against God then I'm not telling you. so listen then, then, then now you don't talk then you have sinned so it's like a lot of things revolves around relationships A lot of the war is around relationship. And, and that's Satan's unconventional fight. How I can get you not to talk? How I can get you to fight? Because when, when he gets that, he knows that once you are not talking to this person, even your prayers are not even, are not even heard. But when God, Jesus is revealed to you, and you know him, Brings strength, changes you from Kwame Yadom to Peter. I forgive you. I won't fight with you. Go your way. I leave all the vengeance to God. I'm not saying you know you, you meet things, but when it's over, you me and you will stand. 
because he's turning you into a stone. Let me give you the last one. Because today is a convention, so. Eh? Are you learning something about the revelation of Jesus? So you see that his revelation is associated with other things of your life. And number 10. The revelation of Jesus is the basis on which he, Jesus, builds things. The first time Jesus mentions church, that's the first he mentions church. He was showing how he will build this church. The second time he mentioned church in Matthew 18, he was talking about relationships. If this man does not talk, if a brother angers you, go to him alone, solve it. If he does not agree, look for two other believers. To a if he does not agree, now tell the church. If after church he does not, then treat him as an unbeliever. <laughs> he can, is it relationship process? Right? Do make efforts, make efforts. The, if if he still does not agree, now treat him that he's not born again. The first time he mentions church was this. He said, that Peter, and upon this rock, which is different from Peter, a stone. And I'm building upon this rock, not on Peter, but on you are a stone, but upon this stone, which is bigger than you. So the father has made you strong, doesn't mean that you are bigger. Than the church, but the church is built on the revelation that I, Jesus, I am the Christ, the Son of the Living God. That's the, the foundation of the church. You take that out, it's another religion. So, the stability of the church is that Jesus is the, is the Christ and the Son of the Living God. He said, That's how I, what would I thought I build on. So if you are strong, you are not bigger than the church. I understand. Eh? And sometimes even your strength, brother, you are crying. No, it's not Christian last strength. It's too. It's a last strength. But let me tell you, if you ever build anything, so this church, you all of us must know God, so that He builds on this revelation. So you see, because you don't know Him, He's not even building anything with you in the church.
just as the cell is the unit of the organism the family in the church is also the unit of the church so the church if you break 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 is divided it comes to family so that these people and his sisters this and his friends this 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 that's how the church has those pockets and man is family this family is like um, that the churches so in other words your the family that you are you also belong to even that you are coming from that in the church must be built on the revelation that Jesus is the Christ when you when you have that revelation you come and build it when Christ is the foundation of the family but no Christ is being taken away from the so that's what families are you want Jesus to come and help come and build build on the revelation that Jesus was the Christ and you are my foundation my firm foundation please I need you so you can carry even this also to your business if he is the Christ and you believe in him why can you not build your business on the foundation that Jesus is the foundation of the business and the, and the act of your business is not into Kululu and to this because it's the foundation is Jesus Christ Jesus comes quickly into foundation that he recognized as his foundation and joins as a laborer. First Corinthians 3 9. He said, We are laborers together with God. Eh? Ye are God's vineyard. Or God's memory, he are God's memory. But Paul said, We are laborers together with God. So God is wearing his laborous shirt. Also, with your laborous shirt to build the building. Then, verse 10, look, 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 at, look at it. They said, According to the grace of God given to me as a wise master builder. So, as has come to join me, now he has given me. The wisdom of a chief architect. I can there's a plan. I've laid the foundation, another builder their own. Take heed how he built it. Then best eleven. Look how he says. For no other foundation or rock can anyone lay than that which is already laid, which is Christ Jesus. So as soon as he comes to see that the foundation of your business, hey, the foundation of your house, the foundation of your life is this. He comes as a laborer to help you to build the building. You want him to help you to build a building? Let him be the foundation. As he is for the church. And you will experience wisdoms
Holy Spirit. So as I, I, I ended my 10 points on the revelation of Jesus Christ, we see that he wants to save us. He wants to give us glimpses into what will happen tomorrow and eternity. He wants us to preach, to preach Christ for that revelation. He wants to make you strong. He wants to come and help you. To, he wants to come and join your build. He wants you to see who your pastor is to you. So you can receive pastors, receive Christ. Then you can have inheritance. He wants to um, uh, give you hope. He wants to bless you. And I see blessings coming to the church as we get to know Jesus Christ. I see blessings coming to homes as we get to know Jesus Christ. I see blessings. Let's be on our feet. Thank you for listening to the refreshing word with Bishop David Yali. Visit us at the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, La, opposite the La Community Bank, Accra, Ghana. For prayer and counseling, please contact us on plus 233-505-304-337. God bless you.